Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today after a busy, full summer of much travel, yet ready to share from the heart about this messy life we live. I didn't have the bandwidth to podcast since June, so thank you for rejoining or taking a chance on this podcast for the first time. You are listening to episode 72, Is a Messy Soul a Faithful Soul? Part 1. In this episode, I share about the messy ways of our souls and why, where, and how we can still be faithful in the mess. First off, I have realized that my soul is indeed in a messy place right now. And what's contributing to that mess? Well, first of all, I'm just weary physically for the first part. Domestic and cross-cultural travel have been so much this summer. And while that's been really good, relationships have been all in the midst of that. And they've required a lot of ministering and prayer a lot of giving out of myself, of the deepest places. So the physical, yes, always ties to the emotional and the spiritual. When we're feeling depleted physically, it can wear on every part of us. And for me, um, that travel did involve some real ministering of the soul. Also, I am moving forward with coaching, which can look a lot like soul formation amid the faith journey. Pressing more deeply into a role in ministry that is focused on caring well for our staff also contributes to that sense of weight upon me to minister from my soul. And there's continued ministry that we pour into as a family with our church and community. Then there's the tending of souls that is motherhood is so much a part of this point in my kids' developing lives. And that is certainly last but not least. And oh, there's the continued reality of marriage and how we have to care for one another in deep places. So yes, weary is an apt description of my soul right now. I am certain that you can understand this weariness, whatever that looks like for you. It happens so easily. For me, I know it's lots of giving as I struggle to care for my own soul and be ministered to. I recently had a coaching appointment and it was a wake-up call. Where am I tending my own soul and what does that even look like? Who is pouring into me and asking me questions that help cultivate what true soul care looks like? And I've just had to keep asking the question, how is my soul truly right now? And in a word, messy. That word that I come back to again and again that just describes so much. And when I think of soul, what I'm talking about 
is those inner spaces where we essentially are, where I essentially am, the being part of our lives and our faith and experience of God. On one hand in my life, there is a pushing forth of faith as I trust God and pray and intercede for many in my life in hard, hard places. Yet this work has truly become a burden, a wearying thing to my soul. So much of this faith work is happening out of a place of struggle, looking to all I am waiting for breakthrough in and for answers to many, many prayers. And I don't think that burden is how it is supposed to be. Yet this is how it is for me, and I have to be honest about that. And questions are rising up in this messy about if I truly believe in the faithfulness of God, my doubts about how he works intimately, and yes, again, faithfully in my life and the lives of those I love. So here comes the question of this episode. Can the messy places of our souls also at the same time be places out of which we are also living out our faith in a faithful way? In another word, yes. And here are some of the reasons why messy souls can also be faithful souls. First of all, messy souls have been around for a long, long time. The faithful men and women of the Bible all struggled with seasons of weariness and doubt. For example, there's Abraham and Sarah as they were waiting for Isaac for so long, yet they are each honored in the great hall of faith laid out in Hebrews 11. But that does not mean that their doubts weren't real, that God would be faithful to the promise. Sarah even laughed at the thought of it. And that was something that was weighing on her. She just truly, to an incredulous point, didn't believe that God would be faithful in this. And Abraham cried out again and again for where was the faithful answer to God's promise of a son and that he would be the father of many, many nations. That just did not seem like it was going to happen and doubt was real. But again, they are mentioned in the great hall of faith of Hebrews 11. But the greatest example of a messy soul that was also a faithful soul is unearthed in the Psalms of David. There's Psalms like Psalm 22, which begins with, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from my cries of anguish. My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. But night, by night I cry out, but I find no rest. Do you hear the weariness of soul there? The doubt? of pleading for answers and yet receiving silence. Yet David's heart after God is honored. He is also mentioned in the great hall of faith. And more than just that messy souls exist, we are invited by God, I truly believe, to be messy in our faith. God does not desire perfection from us, but honest journeys of seeking him in the midst of a fallen, broken, and absolutely messy world. And that fallen, broken, and messy reality that we are. 
Psalms 103, 13 to 14 reads, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. He knows us, and his compassion daily greets us as an invitation to the struggle, to the mess, and the honest questioning in the midst of the reality that we are made of dust. Rather than barriers to faith, doubts and questions actually can provide a pathway towards a deeper, more resilient faith. As we struggle through all that it is to journey this life, the pain and heartbreak, both within and without us, doubt and weariness will come. It's not an if. They will come. And when they come... We need to make some choices. Instead of shame, which can so easily happen and has happened throughout Christian history, we need to put aside that shame over a lack of faith. We need to fight it and realize that that is not of our faithful relationship seeking God. Because the shame turns us inward. But God desires to create within the doubt deeper questions as to how we see him, therefore increasing our intimacy with him. For me, this looks a lot like pressing through from the doubt and questions of unanswered prayers to a question of whether I trust in my prayer or the God of those prayers. I can say in so many burdened places and wearying places and messy places of my soul that that is an honest no. I don't truly trust God often because, again, I can be honest about this, that I don't trust him. And I can say that because we journey with a God who knows our hearts already and desires our honesty And in this honesty, we find that barriers are removed of who we think we need to be. And we become people who realize what it is to truly simply be his, to be in God, to be God's very own. And there are so many more places that these doubts can take us to deeper understanding of the God who is, the God who is I am, the God who exists. As I have much more to say about this, our messy souls and how they can be faithful souls, I am going to share a part two in my next episode, more on what faithful souls look like in the midst of the mess. But the answer is, absolutely, is that yes, messy souls can very much be faithful souls. And we know throughout it all, however dark that messy feels in our faith, in what we're clinging to, in the reality of of who we are, of, of, of what we are being, we can trust that Jesus, that our Jesus is the light in every darkness, and he will never, ever, ever be overcome. I hope this beginning meditation on messy souls that too are faithful souls 
encourages you deeply in the midst of your soul struggles that I believe are also real. As we journey on this long road home, this is going to be a part of our lives. And I hope you've been encouraged. And that because of this encouragement, because of knowing that you are seen and loved in the midst of a messy soul, you will consider that these minutes you spent here listening to this podcast would be time well spent. For more from me, my faith journey altogether, and how that has involved dark nights of mental illness, deep, deep, deep mess, and so much more of what it has looked like to be a messy soul yet faithful soul, you can visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N, Dot com. There's a free PDF available on 10 ways to improve your mental health just for subscribing. And you will find that those ways of increasing mental health are also ways that we care for our soul. They are very linked. And you can also find on my website a free ebook on Kindle. And that's just for stopping by. There's also information on my book, A Million Skies, and various ways to purchase it. And especially, I would like to make note of a package available at my online store, which is linked through my website. And in that package, you can possibly get a a coaching call wrapped in, but also um, there's options to get the guided workbook, which again, really helps you walk your soul um, through what it looks like to improve your mental health. And finally, there is also information about the life coaching that I do, which is focused on practical movements through soul care and walking honest faith journeys. I have several tiers of coaching that I, inv- that I offer. And you can access this specifically at abigailalleman.com backslash journey with me. That's abigailalleman.com backslash journey with me. You will find ways to contact me there as well as what I offer in the area of coaching again. I want you to make note of that. Today in this first part of how messy souls can also be faithful souls, I would like to leave you with a couple of quotes. The first is from C.S. Lewis in The Problem of Pain. We can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasure, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. No doubt pain as God's megaphone is a terrible instrument and may lead to final and unrepented rebellion, but it gives the only opportunity the bad man can have for amendment. It removes the veil. It plants the flag of truth within the fortress of the rebel soul. An intense quote, but a good quote. The second quote is from Leo Tolstoy in Anna Karenin. At that instant, he knew that all his doubts, even the impossibility of believing with his reason, 
of which he was aware in himself, did not in the least hinder his turning to God. All of that now floated out of his soul like dust. To whom was he to turn, if not to him in whose hands he felt himself, his soul, and his love? Again, that's Leo Tolstoy and Anna Karenin. Yes, he truly is the God of our souls, the one who loves our souls, and more importantly, the one whom our souls love. And I hope today in this beginning thoughts on how messy souls can be faithful souls leads you to deeper places of soul care, even in the doubts and in the questions, to know that you are surrounded by the faithful love of God, and therefore you can be faithful. Please listen in next time where I meet you right in this place and we talk more about the same topic. I would love for you to tune in then.